Greetings friends around the world. This is Dr. Bob Teal for the Bible News Prophecy Channel. Have you heard one of the latest things going on between the LGBT community and the interfaith community? I saw an article with a headline yesterday from Deutsche Welle's a German publication. Let me read a little bit from this. LGBT conversion therapy, religious leaders call for a ban to abhorrent practice. Over 300 religious leaders have called for a worldwide clampdown on conversion therapy for LGBT plus people. We recognize with sadness that certain religious teachings have often throughout the ages caused and continue to cause deep pain and offense to those who are lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and intersex. This is a rare admission from members of the clergy, but that is one of the key statements in a declaration signed by 370 interfaith religious leaders from around the world. They came together this week for a conference calling for a global ban on the practice of conversion therapy, the practice by which LGBT plus people are subjected to psychological or physical efforts to cure them of their sexual or gender identity. It's based on the belief that cisgender heterosexuality is the norm and anything else is an illness or abnormality, a belief that the World Health Organization has rejected. Among signatories to the declaration organized by the UK's Ozan Foundation were high-ranking representatives of Christian, Jewish, Muslim, Buddhist, and Sikh faiths, including South African former Archbishop and Nobel Prize winner Desmond Tutu and England's Bishop of Liverpool. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson described the conversion therapy practice as abhorrent. Does the World Health Organization, Boris Johnson, or any of the others, are they the standard? Well, for Christians, the Bible is supposed to be the standard, and it is the standard for those who are true believers. Let me read something from the book of James. I'll be reading this from the New King James Version of the Bible. James chapter 4, verse 4. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. And I believe that's what these interfaith people are doing. Now, I also saw a tweet from the Ozan Foundation. Let me read from this. Senior faith leaders from around the world unite to condemn violence and discrimination against LGBT people and call for a global ban on conversion therapy. Join them in signing their global declaration and ask your religious leader to sign too. So yes, they want more people to support this. They want religious leaders to support this. And one of the links in the tweet I went on, and that takes you to something called the Global Interfaith Commission on LGBT plus uh, lives. And here's some of what its homepage says. The Global Interfaith Commission on LGBT plus lives, which aims to provide a strong and authoritative voice from religious leaders across the global faith community who wish to affirm and celebrate the dignity of all independent of a person's sexuality, gender expression, and gender identity. Now, is this Global Interfaith Commission, is that authoritative voice? For Christians and believers, shouldn't it be the Bible? Of course. And the reality is, homosexual acts are clearly prohibited by the Bible. 
So let me read a couple of scriptures here. Leviticus chapter 18, verse 22. You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It's an abomination. Now I'll go to uh, Leviticus 20, verse 13. If a man lies with a male as he lies with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. Well, you say, well, that's all Old Testament stuff. Well, what about the New Testament? Let's go to uh, the book of uh, Romans, Romans chapter 1. I'll read several verses in there, starting with verse 22. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man, and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore God gave them up to uncleanness in the lust of their heart, to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for a lie. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. For even their women change the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error which is due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting." They, who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. The Bible is saying religious leaders and others should know this is wrong. Now, one aspect of the LGBTQ plus agenda has to do with transgenderism, and these people will cross-dress. But in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 22, verse 5, it says... A woman shall not wear anything that pertains to a man, nor shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all who do so are an abomination of the Lord your God. The Bible also condemns males acting effeminate. Now this time I'm going to read from the Old King James. 1 Corinthians 6, starting in verse 9. Know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Males are not to act like they're female, and females aren't supposed to act like males. Well, what about conversion therapy? Well, banning it limits freedom of choice and human rights. Furthermore, the Bible says... Homosexuals, anybody else involved in sexual immorality, can change. For example, 1 Corinthians 6, uh, verse uh, 18, this will be from the uh, New King James. Flee sexual immorality. Every, for every sin a man does outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. If you can't change, you couldn't flee. The Bible says to flee it, which says you can change. Now, I was reading from uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 6 before. And this time I want to read it from the New King James Version of the Bible, starting verse 9. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you were washed, 
but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. The New Testament clearly says you can change. So to, to indicate that you can't is simply wrong. Uh, you can also read a similar concept in the book of, Col of Colossians. I'm going to read this time from the New International Versions. Colossians 3, uh, starting verse 5. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You, you used to walk in these ways in the, in the life you once lived. But now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you've taken off your old self with its practices, and you put on a new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge and image of its creator. But in this age, people who are not biblically minded don't believe it. They don't believe people can truly change. But they should. A lot of people don't respect the Word of God. Let's go to the book of Leviticus and read a warning about this. Leviticus 26, this time starting in verse 14. But if you do not obey me and do not observe all these commandments, and if you despise my statutes, or if your soul abhors my judgments, so that you do not perform all my commandments but break my covenant, I will do this to you. I will even appoint terror over you, wasting disease and fever, which will consume the eyes and cause sorrow of the heart. We've seen terror in different parts of the world. We've seen a wasting disease, in a sense. It's wasting the economy, called covid but a more totalitarian form of terror is going to come, according to Revelation chapter 13, and the interfaith movement is inadvertently pushing us towards that. The interfaith movement clearly abhors God's judgment, despises the word of God, and his standards of morality. And specifically, in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, starting with verse 14, we can see that the Bible warns against compromising and getting together with those who don't go along with what the Bible says. Starting in verse 14, 2 Corinthians 6. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? What communion has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial? Or what part is a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch which is unclean, and I will re receive you. Real Christians are not to support the interfaith plans. And I know Deutsch Well said that Christian leaders were supporting this. No, true Christian leaders, those who actually believe this book, do not support saying what uh, they're saying is supporting the LGBTQ agenda. Now, there's something else about this. I'd like to read a report I saw this week from a, an activist on the LGBT uh, side of things. An LGBT activist has called for all children to be put on puberty blockers until the decision is made as to what gender they're going to be. Yes, really. Zachary Antelok began as a gay man, but now identifies as a lesbian woman named Zinnia Jones as, as, as in a polyamorphous relationship with another lesbian named Heather and a trans woman named Penny. What better 
example of the obvious mental stability to decide which chemicals bombard your children with. If children can't consent to puberty blockers, which cause any permanent changes, even the relevant professional evaluation, how can they consent to the permanent and irreversible changes that come with their own puberty with no professional evaluation whatsoever? Okay, what this person is saying is, if children are too young to decide if they should use puberty blockers, it's, that makes no sense to this person because they're, they're going to be changed when they go through puberty, and they're too young to make that decision. In other words, they're against natural biology. They don't, he doesn't, they don't believe, people like him don't believe humans are made male and female. And that's taught, by the way, that God made a male and female in the Old and New Testament. For example, in the Old Testament, Genesis chapter uh, 1, verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Yes, it's binary, and they don't like that term. And in the New Testament, Mark 10, verse 6 says, But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Nowhere in the Bible is any human considered to be any sex or gender other than male and female. And to those who act otherwise are warned against. You're not different than uh, your actual genitalia at birth. Uh, hormone blockers, surgery, doesn't change biological facts. One cells, let's say if you're male, all the cells in your body are male. If you're female, all the cells in your body are female, despite, again, surgery or whatever else things might do. However, many in the world have an anti-biblical view. Now, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 33, it reads, God is not the author of confusion. Yet, the LGBTQ plus agenda encourages and exploits confusion. And, by the way, it's not good for those who consider themselves gay or transgendered, etc. The religious world should speak out against it because it's harmful and sinful. And they don't like to use that term either for this. The LGBTQ plus agenda is opposed to God, to his statutes, his judgments, his commandments, and even his creation. Don't be deceived by it or the interfaith agenda. It is uh, the interfaith agenda and not the teachings of God are what's abhorrent. This is Dr. Bob Teal for the Bible News Prophecy Channel.